0: sacrifice his son, and God said, Stop! I know now you fear me, that's an act of obedience. But before, he told his servants, before he went to sacrifice his son, he said, I'm going to go and worship. Mm-hmm. So Abraham was going to worship God by sacrificing his son, by, by an act of obedience. So worship is obedience, we can do whatever we want, but if we don't follow God's commission to go into the whole world and preach the gospel. And seek His face, and obey Him, and love Him. That kind is so weak; it's not going to be fruitful.
1: Not every song
0: or music is worship to God. He said in Amos 5:23, "That's He said it, not me." Take away from me the noise of your songs. That means people singing to Him, but He said, "I don't want it. For I will not hear the melody of your stringed instruments." Worship, it is the heart of obedience when you obey God and you come from place, from that place and sing to him. Even if you don't have the right key, the right tone, and your voice cracks, whatever, that's the heart of worship. Man, I heard about a story about a, a church, a church where the pastor... When he once sensed that there's no presence there or something wrong, he goes, uh, let's name her Sister Jane. Sister Jane is a lady who can, can't keep a melody there. And she starts singing. And the whole presence of God falls on the place. It's good to be excellent in music and songs and uh, um, what could tune and be excellent in how to carry a song or a music. But we are going to come to the heart of worship from His presence, from obeying Him, from seeking His face, and obeying Him and loving Him. Amen? Um, why God wants to build the Tabernacle of David, which is, uh, we spoke about? Because it is His favorite house. And why it's not His favorite house? Why it is His favorite house? In Moses' time, it was that ark was locked in. And only the priests who sanctify themselves can come in a certain manner and way to enter once and for all for the people a year. And their priests, only that high priest, were able to go in. In in the tabernacle of David, it was not so. There was no veil. It was out there. The worshippers are there, all 24 of 7. And it, it tells us about the veil that God has ripped when Jesus died on the cross. Remember that? God doesn't want a veil between people and him. But in tabernacle of David let's see who was, who was the veil. It was the worshippers. If people look from the outside all they see the worshipper worshipping God. The worshippers face is toward God. And the blue flame on the ark would be seen which is God's presence and God's glory will be seen from everywhere. So God wants us as believers to be these worshippers in the tabernacle before his face. So the people at the outside will see the glory of God, the flame of his presence flowing from the church. Hallelujah. You want that as much as you want it? He said, I will return and rebuild. He will do it if you let him, if you'll be, if you yield to him. He makes it clear that he didn't put it down, it fell of its own. That tabernacle fell on its own. It also indicates that, that David' tabernacle was propped up in some way by men. Right? Mm-hmm. Nothing that is held up of God will fall down. So it fell down because anything that's propped by men, it's gonna fall down because God is gonna bring back his favorite house, tabernacle, which is us worshiping him, and anything from him it has to come down. God seems to say, I know that David Tabernacle was a tabernacle of man, and that's man's hand grow weak and weary. So he said, So well, I'm going to begin the process that in mankind and leads them back to the same house that David had which is his favorite house. David, look what David did. David danced before the Lord. He was after God's heart. He said, I found David the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. you want to be after God's own heart? Okay. David was a man who was constantly after God's heart. He was a pursuer of God's manifest present. Hallelujah. The most powerful component of David's tabernacle began long before the actual tent was constructed. It began in David's heart. While he was still a shepherd boy, learning how to worship and commune with God in the field. We need to learn to worship at home, bring God's presence into our home. And then we'll come to his temple, we'll be to stand before him in the church and worship him and let the flame of his presence be seen by all men. Amen? Amen? Amen. David was interested in the blue flame that hovered between the cherub in in that tabernacle. God, as we said, he did not like the veil. It seems I'm jumping up because I went ahead of myself. Praise God, Jesus. The only thing inserted God's presence in David's tabernacle were the worshiper who ministered 24 of 7. The psalm says by David, Bless the Lord, all my soul. We need to bless the Lord with all our soul when we are out there in our homes. Our soul, our mind, will, emotion, regardless of circumstances. Say so, we submit to God. Worship Him. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh oh my soul, worship His holy name. Tell it. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. And you forget about what happened. Who called you, what the situation of the church, about your children, you start saying, Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. That's what David did. Regardless of Saul following him, or anybody want to kill him, or what happened with his children, he was, bless the Lord. Amen? Amen. On October 18th this year at 10 a.m., I, uh, and uh, but this is an extremely important point. David knew about when the ark was not brought back yet. it was in a house when he tried to bring it uh, bring it in and he didn 't succeed and two people died they They put the ark in the house of a person called Obote i think, and after a while, David heard that aote is. Blessed. Everything blessed in his house. And he said, whoa, a person have an ark in his house and blessed by himself? I'm going to bring it and put it for the whole nation to be blessed. Amen? That's what about the tabernacle of David. We're going to bring that place with the ark in our tent in our home and bring it, put it out for the whole nation to see. Amen? Amen? And God on October 18, 18, at 10 a.m., he said, I heard him say, I'm looking for this time in your time. Would you accept that? He's looking for tabernacle of David to be in our time. He's looking for this time of worship to be in our time. David began to value the things that God values. He changed the whole concept of worship. He wanted to see his nation blessed. We want to see our nation blessed. David established a continual worship of God. God wants to reveal His glory to a dying world and the worshipers in David's tabernacle open the gates of heaven with their worship and intercession. For us, we need to learn how to host the Holy Ghost and His glory. And these are the steps we need to take. What is the cost? There's a cost for that, amen? Intimate encounters with God are sometimes embarrassing for people. And the example is David's wife, right in his household, Michal. When she saw him coming and spinning around and worshipping like crazy, she told him, How? Aren't you ashamed of your servant and maid seeing you there doing that? He said, The servants and the maids are going to honor me. And he said also that I am singing honoring God. This is what we're going to say. When we go out of ourselves worshiping in the house of God, in our home, our family member says, are you insane? He says, no, I'm worshiping God. Hallelujah. If in the temple we are worshiping God, and a shameful worship. Amen? Right from His presence, from His heart. And But one thing which didn't happen nice for me called is barrenness. The places that churches... The people who does not honor God and want to bring shame to the people who worship and honor God, there's barrenness, unfruitfulness, unfruitfulness. We want to be fruitful, right? Uh, Another time on Wednesday, February 9, 2000, at 2.42 p.m. in the afternoon, I heard this, write it, take hold of it. Open up your mouth to worship me, and I, God, will build the house of my glory. Hallelujah. Woo! I uh, open up your mouth to worship me in the way we said it, love him, seek him, and obey him, and I will build the house of my glory. You are the house of his glory. Amen. The glory inside of you will be risen upon you, and all men will come to the light of you shining. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah that God spoken and I'm declaring it among you. was declared in secret, I'll declare it on the rooftops. From 2000 to 2018, we're gonna hear it, here and all over the place. When we open our hearts to worship God, his presence manifests and breaks up the gates of hell and uh, hell that imprisoned man. David Tabernacle is the house that he built for God's honor by obedience to God. He did it God's way. Man, we need to do it God's way. We are kings and priests unto God. Amen? Amen? David was a king. The Levites were the priests. Together, they brought the ark from a place of their, a place that was in a home into a place where it was public for the whole nation. Right? We are the kings and priests. We're going to perform our kingly, our, our priestly duty at home and come reign in this life as a priest in a church in our cities. The art should be transported on the shoulder of us. We are going to carry that. And one more important thing, I really want to take a hold of this. Okay, let may say, oh, I'm doing everything you said. I can do it by myself. It's not one man cannot carry it. There was device. All over. Every few steps, there may be more priests carry it on to all the distance from here to here. It was carried on the shoulders of Revised. We need one another. We need each other. So, I call it here sanctified shoulders. We're going to come together, we're going to see, do whatever God wants us to do as a body of Christ. I mean, I'm emphasizing as a body of Christ to bring the presence of God to our homes and cities. Mm -hmm. Worship is a key component to manifest presence of God coming down and settling among us. Uh, uh, You can take note of Isaiah 61. It says, Arise. So I'm calling you in the name of Jesus to arise and shine. For for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And the darkness will cover the earth. But the Lord will rise over you and his glory will be seen upon you once you obey him. And you yield to him. And the Gentiles will come to the light of your shining. The presence of God on earth is the ultimate form of spiritual warfare. It's the ultimate, ultimate of spiritual warfare. We might come with our agenda and we want to do this. This is how we know to do it. But the ultimate, ultimate form of spiritual warfare is worship. The way we are discussing stating it here. The Bible says that Jesus grew in favor with God and man. And he always, always, always put God first. So we need to do it the right way. Put ultimately God first. Love him. Seek him, his face, his face, and obey him. Amen. The anointing comes to help us perform. Like you see sometimes in the service, you see, um, can somebody give me the time? Where am I at? The anointing, we could be, we're a pastor preaching, the anointing present, and there'll be healing, deliverance, wonderful. Our worship. That's doing the task, the work of the ministry. Laying hands on the sick, be delivered, healed, and raise up the dead. That's the work of the ministry. But our worship invite him to manifest his presence that delivers us from our work. If we are in place preaching, there's a scripture that just came to my mind. He said that the ministers could not preach because the thick cloud that's present. Mm-hmm. Now we're coming with the anointing, with the word. Great, it's good, wonderful. But we want a time when God's presence land on a congregation and there's no minister can stand before him. He ministers to the heart of the people. He, instant healing happens in the bodies of people. People oppressed delivered. If we bring somebody dead that got uh, into this, this place um, and the presence of God they just pop up alive again. That's what we're looking after, amen? It happened in Nigeria one time when there was a big conference and one lady, her husband died and said no, and she wanted to bring him, bring him, uh, saw it on the video, brought them, They wouldn't let her to, to the church. She said, no, take him to the basement. While he's in the basement, people praying, this alive, color came back to that corpse. She took him from the uh, place where he was kept. And he came alive and he's living. She stood in a scripture um, and she said, No, my husband can die. I, it's, uh, it's somewhere in Hebrews. And, and the man came to life because of the presence of God. That's what we want. Do you want it? Raise your hand. Wave Amen. at me. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is looking for a bride, the church that has her eyes only in him. I encourage and exhort you to get serious about pursuing God. Let us enter into a deep heart worship that we don't care who is there or he is not. Worshippers, it's time to drop everything else and minister to Him. Martha's only mistake is that she didn't recognize God in the house. She didn't put her priorities in order. Worship belongs to Him and Him alone. He is the purpose of our worship. The only thing God is seeking after is worshippers. He wants the song of your heart. Another story we know very well is Samaritan woman. Who knows the Samaritan woman? In her beaten up state, she was coming to a place to collect water. She was thirsty let 's spiritualize it. She wanted water, but when she came and Jesus knew her heart, God sees the heart of the people all right. He made a secret appointment she didn 't know about it. He knew her heart. He came to that place and met her. The thing she asked him is, what is the right way to worship where i 'm going to worship here or there?" She was thirsty, and the thing she asked about it is how to worship. Because she's her hungry to know what the way to worship and the right way to worship, God met her. Your father wants an encounter with you that causes you to leave your water pots at the well. He wants an encounter with you that you cannot get over it. Do you want
1: it? Yes. yes.
0: Do you want it? Yes, Lord, pray in the Spirit for a moment. Father, you see us in this place. You see us, Lord. We need that restored to the church. We want to restore to our life. Let us create a throne room in our homes, and in churches, cities, and in our nation. Because the throne room is an atmosphere of worship that goes on around the throne of God. When our worship becomes so compelling that the manifest presence of God begins to put itself on this earthly plane, then we'll see the glory of God begins to flow through our cities. When this happens, the lost will come to Christ on a massive scale that we have never seen before. Say presence evangelism, and it counts on me, because I am a priest. It's it's on us, the responsibility on us. I know you're going to leave this place. It's not about anymore. It's going to dawn on you that it is you whom he's calling. Amen? In Ezekiel 47, the prophet saw a river, signifies God's glory flowing from under uh, the door of the heavenly sanctuary and into the world, bringing life wherever it went. Everybody knows that? Go read it in Ezekiel 47. It was the shallowest at the beginning, but then as it went down, it became flood, it is river. So it starts in our home and when you meet, you and me and everyone start letting that glory flowing in your life and then we come together then God's presence fills this place, this nation, the cities. I can see it as if walking in the mall, you're walking in a mall, in a place and the presence of God this uh, present, and people just wonder, bowing, just crying for God. It happened with Smith Wiggleworth. He was in a train, entered, and people just start crying to God, and he told them how to be saved. It starts with us. Hallelujah. In the revival, God's moved in a region, not only in your life, in a region. Do you want that? We ask him, Lord, ask him, Lord, I want to see your glory, Father God, flow down the streets of Hamilton, streets of in Kingston in the name of Jesus, streets of Ontario in all this nation in the name of Jesus. Cry to him, Lord, I want your glory flow from my presence with you here all over in the name of Jesus. And it will be an uncontrollable, unstoppable flood of glory. Amen? You have to remind him, God, you promised, you promised that this glory will flood this earth as water covers the sea. Let me be one of them. Let me be one of these rivers that flows flood this earth. Amen? Amen? I want, this is a song called to me when I'm preparing. Let this be our song. Sing it with me. Lord, I give you my heart. Sing it. I give you my
1: soul. I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, every moment I'm awake. Lord have your way
0: in me. Hallelujah. Revival? Once revival? How? We must return to God's original recipe, which we said second Corinthians 7 14. We are his people, we humble ourselves and pray. And as we worship, his presence transform us. God showed up on the road uh, with Saul. He was going to go persecute the church and take them hostage and kill them. God showed, when God showed, Saul became Paul, who wrote most of the epistles for us. Amen? And in an instant, when God comes, present, transform. We don't have to beg people to come to Bible study and become a disciple. They would just get a hunger for God, and they want to follow Him and serve Him. Amen? Amen. On the day of Pentecost, when God's presence came into the room, because we're seeking him, they're loving him, they just, what's now, Lord? You told us to wait in the upper room. What's now? And he came, his presence. People start coming. What's happening? What's happening? And Peter preached after the presence came. He didn't preach to them. He preached after. He told them what happened. So we need the presence of God come, so people come to say, what's happening? How can I be saved? And then you preach them Christ. And him crucified and he loves you and just come make him Lord and they say yes and they will never be the same it happened to me back then man and to you also the open gates of heaven and to close the gates of hell on the ruling principalities and powers of darkness in our regions is say worship Worship. pray, pray intercede until God's presence and glory saturate this reason sat- satanic forces will flee in every direction to pursue God at no cost we need as we said, what we, what's the word? presence evangelism to seek his face and put him in remembrance of his word God you promise God you promise God you promise hallelujah we are the ones who will change the destiny of our nation say I am the one that I will change the destiny of my nation. Hallelujah. Pray in the Spirit. Father, give us a clear vision of yourself that brings permanent change in our life. Father, we are your house. Help us to be lost in your presence in the midst of our worship. And as David said, For the day in your house and your presence, Lord, is better than a thousand elsewhere. And we want to be doorkeepers, Lord God, who opens the windows of heaven and will be the veil between us and the people, between you and the people, Lord, that people will see your presence through us. Pray in the spirit. You promise that this is going to happen, Lord God, and it shall happen. For let it be here in this place. Let it be in us individually and in this city, Lord, in the name of Jesus, all over the live stream, wherever you are. Hebracki, cry to God and tell him, Lord, let it be here. Let it be in me. Start in me, Lord God. Let us be the veil, Lord God. Let it be the worshiper of this generation, that all this generation and all this nation will benefit from our worship. We position ourselves, Lord. And you present that now. Do the work that needs to be done, Lord God. Let us turn to your face, Lord, and worship you. Let us so be attractive, Lord God, to the world. Hey let's stand to your feet father I pray for the restoration of a heart passion for the continual worship of you oh lord god we declare over everyone at the sound of my voice that we are doers of the word. we are not forgetful hearers lord you desire through worshiper you're seeking through worshiper here we are lord here we are we place ourselves in your hand we want your will we want souls Lord God for your kingdom we want to see many sons come to glory Lord we want the revival to sweep this earth here starting with Hamilton Kingston Canada Burlington Ontario Lord God all of the west coast east coast to the north to the south to the border of the state we wanted to flood Lebanon and every nation represented under the hearing of my voice in the name of Jesus. We want revival, the end-time revival that ushered the presence of our Savior Jesus. Oh, ha, ha, ha. We dedicate ourselves to your law, Lord, Lord. Oh, let's
1: worship Him. Or <speaking> in <the water> slipped <speaking in the water> away. I simply come, <speaking in the water> come to you, Lord Jesus. i just to. You know, the may